All right. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to the SNC Adventures Talk It Out podcast. My name is Ryan, and today we are joined by SNC alum and now admissions counselor Amanda Redding, who studied abroad at FIE London in the spring of 2020. I'll let Amanda introduce herself now. Hi, everyone. My name is Amanda, and as Ryan said, I studied abroad in London through FIE, got to kind of do an internship through my program. I'm sure we'll talk a little bit about that a bit later on. Um, but I'm excited to get to sit down and chat with you today. Awesome. We're excited to have you and uh, hear about your experience. So what made you choose London as your city to study abroad in, and FIE specifically as the uh, program? Yeah, so I kind of narrowed down on London originally. Um, as cliche as it sounds, I wanted to go somewhere where they spoke English. Yeah. Um, and that was definitely kind of once I got to Europe after traveling to a few different countries Something that I was really glad, it almost felt like coming home and I was like, oh my gosh, I understand people here. And uh, so that was kind of the language was a main factor. But then FIE specifically, I loved the fact that I was able to do an internship while I was there, that I didn't have to find one, go job searching in London, that it was all kind of set up through the program. And then I also just heard a lot of great things. Um, I knew a lot of people that had done that program before and every person I had talked to loved it. So. Awesome. What type of classes did you take while you were there? And how did that format compare to the classes at SNC? Yeah, so my program specifically in comparison to a lot of study abroad programs was a little different. As a student at St. Norbert, I was a communication and media studies major. And this program specifically actually worked out really well with all of the classes that transferred over. All of my classes that I took um, came back with credit. It was a very simple process to kind of figure out what was what, and then I was able to take a lot of my communication courses over there. So I took British Life and Visual Media, which is one of their core uh, classes that counted as an upper-level comm elective. I took Media in Britain, which actually had a lot of crossover and was taught by the same professor. And then I took a photography class as part of my graphic design minor. So that was really awesome. The scheduling, though, is a little bit different. Um, because you do an internship for part of the semester, all of my classes actually ended at spring break, where I took double the amount of class. So rather than being in class for three hours a week, you, you were in class for six hours a week. Okay. Um, so it was a lot more just kind of sitting in the classroom. However, I had Tuesdays and Fridays off. So it was really just Mondays, Wednesdays, and Thursdays, where it was like six hours of class all day long. Um, but for me, it was a really great way. And then later on, I'm sure with the pandemic, yeah. we'll t or I'll explain more about why it almost made my life that much easier. Cool. Um, what was your living situation like? Yeah, so I lived in um, Metrogate, which is the main kind of house of FIE. But I had a lot of friends that lived in Hyde Park, uh, which is in one of the other apartment buildings. So mine was more like a residence hall, but then my friends lived more in like a large apartment that had... A kitchen just for their floor and then a big living room as well. Cool. How did you pack for your time abroad? Is less more? Um, so I was pretty impressed. I'm normally an overpacker, but I was able to get everything into um, kind of a semi-large suitcase as well as a carry-on. I'm really big into lists, and I had talked to two of my friends that had studied abroad the year before, and they sent me their packing list, and then I essentially just copied it, but... What's great about London, lots of neutral colors, and you can just wear the same things a lot and no one really notices. Sweet. Um, did you have any sort of meal plan? Did you eat out a lot? Did you cook your own food? How'd that go? So I was not on a meal plan when I was a student there. 
Um, and I went with the idea that I'm going to spend the least amount of money on food so that I can travel more. So when I was stationed in London, I didn't really eat out all that much. I did spend a lot of money on coffee, though. Uh, for those that know me, coffee is a big <laughs> thing in my life, and I loved the coffee over there. Um, so I ate a lot of pasta, and um, that was kind of it, and cheese and crackers. When I traveled, though, I, of course, ate out kind of a lot and got to experience different cultures and cuisines, which was fun. That's awesome. While living in a big city, especially a big tourist city, was it hard to find things to do without having to pay too much money? I would say honestly, not at all. FIE was really good about kind of preparing us, giving us a bunch of different ideas. They had like a newsletter that they always sent out with things going on. And then just the Oyster card that we got, that was a free pass to use any of the public transportation. So it was fun, honestly, to just kind of walk around, explore Hyde Park, Kensington Garden, and then a lot of the museums and things are free as well in London, which makes it really accessible to be able to go and do different things. Awesome. What were some of the activities you were able to do while in London? Um, I would say that I definitely went to a lot of museums, um, and then the Borough Market was my all-time favorite kind of food cuisine market, um, and then just kind of walking around and exploring um, different things. In Notting Hill, we went to their market, which was cool. Um, also, just kind of, I did a big photography project about architecture and church architecture, so that was also really cool to go to different churches and then capture those uh, through photography. Okay. What did you have, or did you have any culture shock or see anything noticeably different from how people in the U.S. act versus people in London, like different social cues, norms, ways of life? I would say for the most part, it was pretty similar. Um, on things like the tube, it's definitely a little bit quieter and no one really talks. And so if you were with a large group of people and everyone was chatting, you could kind of tell that we were all American and people would stare at us a little bit. But for the most part, other... Not that Londoners aren't friendly. Everyone that I met was very kind, but it wasn't as kind of welcoming as the Midwest, if that makes sense. Yeah. Um, obviously, everyone, like I said, was very nice, but you're not talking to random people necessarily on the tube or on the bus and things like that. Sweet. Did you do? Did you get to do any traveling uh, during your time abroad? Yeah. So because of how my program was structured with the internship and me having Fridays off, I actually had front loaded all of my travel, which with kind of COVID and how that all hit um, ended up being super great. So I was able to go to um, we took a day trip to Oxford, um, which is a city um, in the UK. I was able to go to Ireland, uh, Norway. I did a solo trip to Spain. Um, went to Paris and I think that was it. So did you have any favorites? My honestly all-time favorite trip was my solo trip to Spain. That for me was kind of like all on my own. I figured everything out um, and they spoke obviously a different language in Spain. But I went on a wine tour. I became friends with two ladies from New York that said they were going to adapt me for the day. And they awesome. were going to be my grandparents. They took all pictures for me and then just kind of exploring that was really cool. Okay. So now I'd like to talk about what made your experience abroad, abroad very unique and probably very unexpected, the fact that you had to return home early due to the coronavirus pandemic. What did the start of the situation look like for you? Were you noticing anything in London that caused you to worry about how it may affect your time there? Yeah, so it's actually kind of crazy looking back. Um, at the beginning, I believe, of February, 
I had done a group project and we were analyzing the way that the British tabloids report, different ways that different British tabloids report on media. And we had to pick a news story and we picked my group, um, this new thing called the coronavirus that had these British passengers locked on that ship. And so we did this big pre- presentation on it, kind of talked about it, what it was. And I never imagined that when I was doing that presentation, that about a month later, that was what was going to end wow. my study abroad journey. So looking back at that, that was a little crazy. Uh, my friend and I had planned a seven-day backpacking trip through Italy that we were going to go on for spring break. And uh, that kind of blew up right before we were supposed to go. That's when all of the Italy students were being recalled home. And so at the last minute, we had to change, which is when I went to Spain by myself and then met up with my friend in Paris. And so it was just kind of like when I got back, everyone was kind of on edge. A lot of people were talking about whether they were going to go home. And I was like, no, I want to stay until like St. Norbert says, no, you have to come home. And I think, though, for me then, looking back, the hardest part was I knew that I wasn't going to make it all the way until May, but it was almost like, when am I going to get sent home? And I'm very much a planner, so just that unknown kind of piece was a little bit more difficult. Uh, But Gail and Allie were absolutely awesome just in kind of being up front and communicating everything. Uh, So I think in London, though, I remember riding the tube to my first week of my internship, and that was when everyone was just starting to talk about it. And I was like, oh, my gosh, should I not be touching anyone? Like, no one's wearing a mask. This is a very packed and tight space. So, What were some of the challenges you faced abroad besides the coronavirus? I would say, honestly, one thing that I knew but didn't really understand was that if I wanted to go somewhere, it was all up to me. I had to learn how to book the flights. I had to learn how to get to the airport. And while I love London... Um, it's a lot cheaper to fly out of the airports that are on the outskirts of London, not the one that's right downtown. And so then figuring out how are you going to get to those airports and what time do you need to leave and making sure you're on time for everything was a little bit more kind of realistic once I got there than kind of thinking about it and saying, oh yeah, I can do that. Wow. As I myself am preparing to leave uh, for study to study abroad at uh, FIA London during this upcoming spring semester, do you have any advice for future study abroad students? I would honestly say just say yes to things. Don't be afraid to try different things. If your gut tells you that you want to go on a solo trip, do it. Like I said, that was, I think, the coolest thing and the one thing that I'm so proud that I got to be able to do. And don't be afraid to make friends, talk to people, branch out, because you're going to meet a lot of really cool people on this journey. Awesome. What are your, what are some of your favorite memories from your experience abroad and how did you capture those or capture your memories? So I was the girl that documented everything on my Instagram story and I'll still go back and look at all of them. And I think honestly some of the things that I loved the most was going to a coffee shop and just kind of sitting and just being a native almost to London and kind of getting to plant those roots and not just be a tourist. Um, Yes, of course, it was fun to be a tourist in my own city, but to feel more like a local, I think, was a really cool opportunity. And then, of course, just all of the different travel that I was able to do. I've talked about Spain, Paris. I feel like I walked that entire city. Um, My friend and I tried to take as little public transportation as possible on that trip. Um, Ireland was great. I did a really cool day trip to Galway um, and got to learn all about the Irish history. So that was really fun as well. Awesome. Well, that wraps up today's episode. Thank you so much to Amanda for being our guest this week. To conclude this episode, the Study Abroad Office just wanted to share some information about International Education Week, 
which is coming up next week, November 15th through the 19th. We are partnering up with the Center for Global Engagement and offering fun events all week. On Tuesday, the 16th, there will be a panel discussion featuring faculty leaders from the six global seminars being offered in the summer of 2022. Don't miss out on the chance to learn more and get your questions answered. Thank you for listening and see you next time.